Begin. Oh, you said no? Oh. <laughs> well, too late. We are on. On the air. Good. I I hate that I always good. start with like good day. And then I go to be like morning. And I'm Sir. like, but what if they're listening to this in the evening? Well, then they can't listen to it until the morning. I know, That's and I don't. Like the law. I don't want to restrict our our listeners. Like I want them to have the yeah. freedom to yeah. listen to this whenever they want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So well, I mean, yeah. It is anyway, America, good so. hour. Unless they're not in America, in which case, yikes. The day or night. Good morrow. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, I'm Joshua. You boy, what day is it? <laughs> um. Yes, and I am Jacob. And we are the Spoken Flames Podcast, and 2022, I almost got that wrong, is the year of, of the, the projects. Pro- projects. <laughs> we have not done that for a while, clearly, because... Uh, yes. The year of the war. What? <laughs> um, yes. Anyway. Yes. So Projects. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Projects. Mm-hmm. And projects here, there here. are. Here, here. Anyway. Um... Yeah, so we're here to talk about random stuff. Uh, I was so I went and visited my grandparents this evening before coming home, and we're doing this. But mm-hmm. anyway, I was like, "Yep, I should probably go. I need to go record the podcast." And my grandma was like, "Oh, what?" My grandma was like, "Oh, what are you going to talk about?" And I was like, "I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> like, we don't plan this stuff." No, no. Ow. We used to like do a little bit of planning. I but... I feel like we did. We we used to do a little bit more of a structured, um, but I also feel like we used to have bits. Like we used yeah. to do like, let's talk about why Joshua is as messed up as he is, and like let's do accents. <laughs> we do and... that every week or day, yeah. or I don't know. Yeah, I debrief that a lot, <sighs> quite frequently. Yeah. So. I don't. I don't know why. I actually. I. I do know why. I just feel like this is gonna be like a little bit of a mental health episode. Like a. Excuse me. Like a little bit of a. I'm a little bubbly. Um, a little bit of like a take care of your mental health PSA episode. Ooh, um, PSA. Because. I'm curse Miriam's dad real quick though. <laughs> because. Yeah. Mental health is very important. I mean, dude. And that's our podcast. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm trying really hard not to get political because, like, I've had two conversations today about the same thing. About mental health? About mental health and that our country doesn't prioritize it. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't prioritize it. No, I mean, our country doesn't take it seriously. I think... Yes. No, like, um, yeah, I could go on. Yeah, no, I, I know yeah. you could go on, but, like, yes. Yeah. I feel like mental health is a very highly neglected, even in today's day and age, it's a highly neglected yeah. part of being. Well, um, I actually, that's why, like, I thought that, I think there was, like, a presidential candidate or something like that, where he was, like, in a, that was, like, one of the things he was running on was, like, mental health why or, did or, or I, something. Why did, I need to vote for this person. Well, yeah, but he didn't even make it past like the preliminaries, oh, and I was like yeah. really bummed. I was like, that would have been he would have been great. Right? Yeah, but yeah, can we talk about how? Actually, I don't want to talk about, but can we please? Can we talk about how our entire society is so no. detrimental to everyone's mental health, and we don't talk about it? Uh, anyway, 
So, I mean, like, we talk about it, but we don't talk about it. And, yeah. like, we do stuff about it, but we don't do stuff about it. Like, and I'm being very cryptic right now because I'm mentally insane. Um, so. Gang, gang. Anyway. This week. Okay. Yeah. Go off, girl. <laughs> I feel like in light of the conversation that we were having before the podcast, I don't know how to take that. Anyway. So. Um, what? No. Just, what just, part of our conversation that you're having just before just you don't understand? That. Anyway. It was funny. You, okay. mm-hmm. No, it is funny. Um, anyway. I So, one. So, May. So, I graduated from school at the beginning of May. Yes. And then May was kind of like my... I'm working part-time. May 14th? No. 14th? Mm, nope. Nope. <sighs> 14th was nothing actually but yeah why do i have the 14th in my head the 14th it was in the teens though the 14th is the saturday before my graduation party and the saturday after my graduation ceremony oh it was the seventh it was the seventh oh anyway so i graduated like i did my official ceremony on the seventh and then um, I kind of took the rest of May off to kind of like work. I love the bagpipes, right? They're my favorite instrument. I wish I could play it. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we so I took May off from working. I didn't like as in I took May off as in I didn't have school and I didn't start working full time. So I was just kind of like Either working part time and just enjoying life. And by enjoying life, I mean being busier than I ever was when I was in school. True. And being not resting very well and stretching myself out. Anyway, preach, preach. But I did a lot of fun things. Yes. I just did not recover properly. Anyway, so this week I started working full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow, man, it is going to be an adjustment period. Like, not going to lie. Yeah. Like, the the concept, and, like, this is going to sound like, I feel like this is very real, though. Like, going from, like, an adjusted schedule or working part-time or something to working full-time, like, it's an adjustment period where you, where you like, are like, okay, cool. Like, because I've, I've been wearing, working, like, Monday, Wednesday for, like, months. Yeah. And now it's, like, like, Monday night. I'm like, wow, I have to get up and go to work again tomorrow like not in two <laughs> days like yeah and, and not that like and this is like nothing is my job like i love my job so much but it's mm-hmm. just it's just such an, a mental adjustment to be like okay so i'm gonna do this for seven hours today and then i'm gonna go home and then i'm kind of kind of like do some stuff then i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna do it again tomorrow and then the next, next day, day. Mm-hmm. and then the next day and then on the friday i get to work half a day which is good Mm. And then I get my weekend. And mm. I think I'm going to figure out how wonderful weekends are. Oh, dude. Very I, I live for weekends, bro. Um, I don't think you understand. I don't understand, I but I will. gauge my life on weekends. <laughs> that seems unhealthy, but yes. <laughs> Why? That's reality, dude. <sighs> yeah, like... One Everybody's of... working for the weekend. Do you ever hear that song? Oh I I do. Yeah, I'm do. I botched it. Obviously, that's not how it goes. Yeah, but, I mean that's. I mean that's kind of the tune. I kind of. I it's I, an old song. Like I know the song that you're talking about, but I couldn't. 
I can't play it in my head right now, and I couldn't tell you who it is or what the title is, but... Um, Working for the Weekend, I'm pretty sure is the title of it, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Anyway, the mm-hmm. point is, mm-hmm. so this is day... What's the so, point? because What's I started working full-time the week of, like, after Memorial Day, Correct. I didn't work Monday, which was good, because literally Monday was the most holy of days, and I did... Like, I did some fun stuff. Like, I did a lot of fun stuff. I really relaxed. Like, I had a good time. I, like, I, like, re-centered myself. And then the next day hit me like a freight train. (laughs) Like, like, I was like, I am doing so good, guys. And then I went to work the next day and I was like, oh, no. Um, and, And I say that because I work in payroll. And this week was literally the perfect tornado hurricane combo of... Payroll. Like, payrolls and due dates. And so, it just, like, this is, like, it was kind of a once in a blue moon month of, like, or week of, like, of, like, okay, all of these things that are so complicated and, like, my boss being out of town, or not out of town, but, like, gone and out of the office, like, on top, well, actually. She was gone. Yeah. She was gone, and now she's back, but she has her family over, so she's not in the office. And so, like. All of this stuff, like, perfectly coinciding. And so, like, basically, yesterday was me simultaneously working on our largest payroll and also training my coworker on how to do our second largest payroll because that's where we were at. <laughs> mm. And, like, it was just mentally so taxing. Like, and then I, like, and this week I basically, like, I've been working, and then as soon as I've, like, left work, I've been, like, I've, like, I've just shut down. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so, like, I'm just still, I'm still recoiling a little bit. Like, next week is going to be a lot more chill, um, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have a lot more flexibility, and that's going to be good, because, like, whatnot. But, anyway, so it's a real adjustment period, and honestly, people did not mentally prepare me for this like it just happened no one can really and that's that is true but like i was not mentally prepared for how hard this week was gonna hit like and not just because like i'm working full-time but also just everything that happened this week and then also a bunch of family drama and personal drama and a bunch of stressors and like Mm. feeling really like having eaten some really crappy stuff that like messed up my system and like not like I'm just like really and as I was debriefing with you on Tuesday night as I was going through a total and utter mental breakdown Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. like every single like because there's like this I I like the idea of the seven domains of health um and Mm -hmm. and I believe those are mental emotional spiritual physical Financial. Financial, environmental, and... Did you already say social? No, social. Social. So those are the seven, and I was like, literally every single one of these is deteriorating and just crumbling, and I don't know what to do about it. So, like... (laughs) My eyes. (laughs) Like, it just was like one of those things I was was just like, I have nothing. Like, Mm. the the one thing that I could say I might have somewhat put together is I'm financially okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
I could very easily not be financially okay, but currently I am financially okay. Right. And that is about it. <laughs> like, everything else is in the toilet. Um, I can't do it in here. And so, um, like, <clears throat> that, that was kind of my week was just, like, one train wreck after another, like, on all regards. Like, just... Like, it just didn't stop. It was one of those weeks. And mm. then, like, every time I'd be like, okay, I think I'm above water, like, another wave would hit. And I was like, oh, I'm drowning again. <laughs> I actually almost drowned like that. Yeah, no, that... Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was, like, 12, so... <laughs> Still sucks. Yeah. Um, But, like... Ocean's a bad place. Don't be in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... And so just, like, I'm... And right now, I'm okay. Like, mm-hmm. I've taken a couple days today or today and yesterday. Like, so Tuesday hit so hard. Wednesday was kind of like, okay, let's reevaluate some stuff. And then, like, kind of making a bunch of decisions to better my life. Mm. and give myself a break for the time being as I go through this adjustment period. And then today was, like, kind of continuing to do that process and um, start to fit into a groove at work and, like, all of this stuff. And so it's, like, life is good. It's just really hard right now. Mm. (laughs) Like, there's just a lot going on. And so um, I'm taking a break from... And I guess as we were kind of, since this is kind of like a mental health podcast PSA. episode, I guess, like when we were talking on Tuesday, like one of the things that is honestly some of the best advice that anyone has ever given me is like, you were like, just cut everything that isn't bare, like just cut it down to bare, bare, minimum. bare minimums yeah. and then like go from there. Mm-hmm. And so like, well, and I think it's, it's, it's really important because we will, we'll convince ourselves like something is essential when it really isn't. Yeah. So like when you, when you're at the place where you're like, I literally can't keep my head afloat. It's like, yeah, now you get to actually realize what's important and what you get. Like, cut. why are you carrying a couch with you? You're exactly. in the water. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, would you let go of the anchor for goodness sakes? Like, Yeah. But, yeah and like and, and and treating it treating it like it's a um it's a temporary thing like it's not i'm not saying drop everything and leave it i'm saying like drop everything so you can catch a breath and then and then slowly you can add stuff back to your plate as you have you regained your footing yeah like like dump everything out repair the raft mm-hmm. then you can start putting cargo on it yeah <laughs> um for sure yeah, and so, so like, that's kind of, like, where I'm at. And, like, obviously, because I am who I am, it is... I meant what it I is, said, and I said what I meant. It's basically impossible to, um, for me to, like, completely, like, completely disconnect and completely oh, sure. cut back to bare minimum. Oh, sure. Which is, like, why when I was, like, kind of going over my schedule, like, I'm, like, I'm cutting, like, a bunch of, I'm cutting a bunch of these things, and, like, this is my plan, and, like, I'm pushing all this stuff, pushing all this schedule stuff back, but, like, still gonna keep this, because, like, that's not, like, I'm basically, basically what I did is I took that, and then I was, like, okay, so I'm gonna cut out all of these stressors, 
Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to keep only the stuff that brings me joy. <laughs> like, yeah. um, kind of like that. Is it Marie Kondo that does that? Like that, like does that, like mm. it, I think it's Marie Kondo. She's the, like the home organizer. Like, mm. do you know, have you heard about her? No. Basically her, th- I, I'm pretty sure it's Marie Kondo. Her thing is like, does this spark joy? And so, like, mm-hmm. if if you're, like, going through your house, like, when you're holding something, like, does this spark joy? No? Okay, then get rid of it. Like, mm. um, and so, like, kind of that mentality of, like, okay, let's dump all the stuff that is not just bringing me good vibes. Like, and mm-hmm. let's postpone the bad vibes until we can figure out how to make them not bad vibes um, and then reintroduce them. So... Um, yeah, so, like, we're kind of, yeah, so we're kind of chilling. So now, like, my, now my life kind of basically consists of, I go to work, and then outside of work, I kind of get to, I, at least for the next, like, two to three weeks, I kind of get to do whatever I want, Mm. like, because I don't have any, like, big due dates. I don't have any big projects outside of work that I need to do right now. Um, and obviously like we have some upcoming like D and D stuff and like whatnot that I can work on, but there's no pressure. Mm -hmm. Like I get to work on it at my own pace. Like I don't have to be like, okay, so next Tuesday we're running this session and you haven't prepared anything. Like, so make a list of what you need to do and then like overstress yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, so in three weeks we're going to be doing something And you can't even prep anything yet until you know what characters people are playing anyway. So let's not stress about that. And instead focus on things that you do enjoy, like Mm -hmm. building a tabletop or role-playing game from scratch that (laughs) has no deadline, no pressure, and is something that you're really having a fun time doing. Like, Mm -hmm. um, Which is is actually true. I'm having a really fun time. Bonkers to me. Yeah. Um, it is, it is very bonkers, but I have no pressure. Like there's no pressure or deadline or anything. And so I just kind of get to like do it and just have fun. Mm. And so that's kind of been like my, when I'm at work, like I'll take my computer and then like on my lunch break, I'll like eat lunch and then I'll like work on my like RPG and Mm. put notes together and stuff. And I'm really excited to eventually start translating it from notes into actual like worksheets and documents and character whatnots. And so um, it's going to be really interesting. I think it's a, I mean, obviously I do not expect it to be perfect in the least, um, like, like in the slightest, but part of the excitement of it is building something and then giving it being being able to be like okay guys let's break this <laughs> like and that's and that's kind of one of those things is like my my original here's my creation destroy it yeah it's like one of those things is i'm gonna build it and then i'm gonna be like this seems sound and then we're gonna take it to a table and then i want like like and and Justin is on my list of people that I'm like you have to play this you have to be one of the first people to play this because you have the mind to strategically build a character 
and optimize I need, your build. Yeah, yeah, to optimize it, and I need you to, I need you to shred my RPG. I need you to tell me where all the flaws are. Yeah, <laughs> like, show me, show me how broken these things are. Like, yeah, he's already done, but yeah, yeah, and so it's kind of like that. Okay, so I want people who are strategy minded when it comes to D and D to look at my RPG and go. Okay, here's your issues. Here's where you need to adjust this, like yeah, and stuff like that. And there's some really cool concepts. And and the other thing is, one of the things that I'm excited about is like, yes, I, I, I won't say grew up, but like yes, I've been playing. I'm, I mean, I guess I've grown up over the past three years, but like, I've well, been. I would hope so. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the like my experience and my background is with Dungeons and Dragons. But, like, I'm not trying to make a knockoff Dungeons & Dragons. Like, I'm really genuinely trying to make my own thing. Like, mm-hmm. and and that's the cool thing about having my own universe. You're using, I think you're using Dungeons & Dragons, at least 5e and Dungeons & Dragons in general, as, like, a stepping off point of, yeah. like, a, yeah, this is where I've been and I know the benefits of it. But I also know where it lacks and where it needs improvement. So I'm going to step above and beyond. I'm going to like go into in-depth in how I want the game to be played. Yeah. And it's and it's also like my RPG is kind of based off of my critique of Dungeons & Dragons. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I have been like... Dungeons & Dragons is great and I love it as a system and I will never yeah. knock it. Um, but it's not a perfect system and well, there are mechanics and such that you're like, mm, that doesn't make sense. Or like... Yeah wish this was more flexible or mm-hmm. and so one of the things that my rpg is oriented towards is it's oriented towards storytelling and it's oriented towards um like a a gm or a storyteller that wants to have flexibility to tell the story with their players and to mm-hmm. develop things on the go. Like, and so um, one of the things that I realized was I'm really actually like in order to build the TTRPG, like I'm kind of building like two books. Like I'm building, here is your, I mean like to put it in D- Dungeons and Dragons terms, here's your player's handbook and here's your dungeon master's guide. Because those two roles need very different things. Yeah. Like, as a dungeon master, you're the one that needs to know how what the mechanics for shooting through walls are. Yeah. As a player... You don't need to know that. Like, you don't need to know that. But you do need to know, like, does your character have a thing that can shoot through a wall? Like, mm-hmm. um, and so, as, like, the dungeon master, the dungeon master kind of is that rule keeper that judge that role that jury executioner mediates the the mechanics in the story and the other thing is um like my the way that i'm going to design it is i'm gonna be like here's the bare minimum so if you don't want to be like you these are all like i'm gonna have like pages upon pages of here are mechanics that i think are really important or really helpful or like you could implement them, but if if that's too complicated for you, don't. Mm. Like, don't feel like you have to. Um, which is something that I'm kind of excited about is creating something that 
I can be like hand it to a person and they could lead a table and go, well, I'm going to choose to focus in on this aspect of this RPG or uh-huh. whatnot or <clears throat> like to adapt it as they need. Mm. So anyway, I'm just super pumped about that. Like, and I'm super pumped to reveal the first because not like not that it's like a big secret or anything but like i'm kind of like like i'll talk about mechanics and stuff and whatnot but i like i'm trying to keep like a lot of the details like mm-hmm. secret because i don't want to create any expert like i don't want to say something and then have someone be like well you said and i'm like yeah that yeah, was yeah, revision yeah, yeah, one yeah, yeah. we are now on 6.5 so <laughs> yeah <laughs> get with the times not gonna keep everything and so there's there's some stuff like there's some mechanics in the way that i'm building it that i've kind of solidified and i foresee sticking through to the end even if how is adapted a little bit but if it's broken um (laughs) yeah and so i don't know i'm just really excited to see where that goes because that's a like once again it has no pressure and so it's a really good fun outlet for me to like put energy Mm -hmm. into Mm -hmm. that isn't stressful and so yeah yeah there's already too many of those in this world Mm -hmm. anyway but so far because it is summer somehow it's I didn't it didn't, I didn't really realize it was June already. I know. It didn't really fully hit me that it was June until it was June first and I was like, um mm-hmm. what? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Mm. I don't think we I never got the memo that we were done with May yet. Like, I'm not done with May yet. Can mm-hmm. we go back there? So and May. May may come back. <laughs> but yeah, so now it's kind of like, it's kind of interesting because now it's like, cool, summer, but also I'm working full time. And that's a new, I mean, that's a new thing. Because usually yeah, during the summer, is. like I'm working like part time and like I have like all this like spare time to do whatever I want because I'm not in school. Um, mm-hmm. But not the case. So it's going to be an interesting summer adapting to that. But We've got, we've got stuff happening, kind of. Hmm. We're, we're kind of in, like, for, for the summer, kind of like what we did last year, we're, we're kind of taking a break from our regular D&D stuff a little bit, and we're going to be, everyone has stuff going on, and so we're being really yeah. flexible and adapting and whatnot, and so the, the regular campaign is kind of on hiatus while we figure out what we're doing yeah (laughs) kind of because then with a lot of stuff that happened in the last week for me i've had to like delay stuff that we were going to be doing and so we're going to be working on that but one of the things that i am i feel like i've already announced it so this isn't like a spoiler or anything but or this isn't or this isn't like new oh it's um, not a spoiler but we are doing our Lights of Madura <gasps> mini series this summer <sighs> slash late summer depends it, it depends on how the schedule comes out but anyway but we're doing that and that will be coming to YouTube 
come to own on this <laughs> late summer slash fall. I don't know. We'll see when it when it comes out. But we'll that is something that's coming in the next. We'll say six months. Hours. In the next six months, oh. we'll have we'll have it out. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just started like kind of mulling over my character idea, but yeah. Justin was telling me he's like he's like already got it figured out and whatnot this morning. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, dude, I haven't even thought about it. It's kind of funny because like even Joshua, like in light of how the last month has gone, like overall, like there's just been so many things that I just haven't been able to like. It was funny because like four months ago, like I sat down and like worked really hard for like a week on the whole story and like everything, mm-hmm. and then like I dropped it, and then like now I'm like. Um, do I have anything done yet? Like, um, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of going to depend on your guys' characters a little bit, like as we build those over the next couple weeks, um, to help kind of steer how I'm going to tell the story and where we're going to go from there. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, really pumped to see how that all plays out. Well, and I was, I was like, curious, and it's kind of smart that you're, like, having us build, like, specific things in our backstories for our characters. Like, mm-hmm. I've never had to do that before. Yeah. It's always just, like, go, like, make your character, and then, like, yeah. tell me about this character. But since we're, you know, but... it's, it's one of those things, because I feel like this, we have, a like, a, kind of a lot to cover, but our scope is very narrow. Like, we have a very clear... It's it's a murder mystery, and so it's a very clear storyline. Mm-hmm. And so we, I want, I'm trying like the way that we're building characters is I'm trying to like hone in on why your characters are there, who your characters are, why this is important, and how you guys are gonna solve it. Yeah. And so it it has less to do like do with like did you guys have like a huge background with the mob like five years ago like how did that impact your character? It's more like. So, like, why is this event relevant to your character, like, Mm. kind of things. And so, being very, we're going to be very narrative-focused, and we're also not playing D&D for this. That's the other thing, is we are, we are just... Doing something different. It's a mostly role-playing, like, it's going to be mostly role-playing. And so, it's going to be a lot of story, it's going to be heavy role-play, like... Well, it feels like we're just going to play Clue. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much like Clue. And so, um, Which you, as good. characters, a, instead of, like, a bunch of stats, it's more like, who are you? Like, mm. and we're going to have, we're going to have ability scores, I think. Um, I say I think. I know. We're going to have ability scores, and that's pretty much the scope of the characters. Like, the rest is, like dynamics and backstory Mm. um Mm -hmm. and so like we will be we will be it's a i'm using a fictional made up for this one thing d20 system there's skills there's ability scores and that's pretty much the extent of it so Mm. yeah so it's gonna be that's gonna be interesting and since I just changed the dates of, around today, I need to go back through our cast list and make sure that everyone knows when we're doing it and all of that. And so we will probably have a couple guests on there 
to some extent either for a week or two or five mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or seven i don't know um mm-hmm. and then but still a lot of details to be worked out <laughs> so mm. um yeah so that's i'm excited about that that's something to look forward to but I'm so tired. It's, I'm not going to lie. I'm just exhausted. Like, my back hurts. My body hurts. My brain hurts. Like, halfway through the afternoon today while working, like, my head just started splitting. And I was like, I'm so glad I bring acetaminophen everywhere I go because I need acetaminophen right now. I need drugs. Yeah. So I just took two acetaminophen. I was like, oh, good. Give me half an hour. I'll be back to normal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know why. I have, like, this pinch in, the like, my lower back that's been bothering me for, like, almost a week now. Mm-hmm. Like, it started on on Friday, like, last Friday, and so it's, like... And I thought it was getting better, and mm-hmm. it does. Like, it's better, but it's just, like, depending on what activity I do, it'll, like, bug me, and I'm like, what? Really? Yeah. I hate, I hate back pain. It's, like, the worst. It's just, like... You can't do anything without your back. Yeah. Ugh. Until you until you injure your back, you don't realize how your back plays a part in literally everything every part of your body. Yeah. <laughs> every, it's it's got its hand in everything. Yeah. If you want to move, you need your back functioning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, no. So I'm hoping it it'll just work itself out and go away. Like, well, really, I need to go to a chiropractor at some point, but I'm just like, when and how. Am I going to find time and money to go find a chiropractor? Right. So, I'm like, I'm. it's fine that my right shoulder's lower than my left shoulder. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of chiropractors, I need to go back to the chiropractor. Mm-hmm. I was like, I went to the chiropractor like a couple times and I was like, wow, this is going to like fix some stuff. And then I stopped going. Yeah. So, to be fair, that's the story of my physical health journey like i was like you know what i could do this and then i started a something to like make myself feel better and i was like oh that's on the back burner because this is happening and whatnot and so um yeah one of the things one of the things that i keep throwing on the back burner and today i was like i'm gonna take care of it today and then it got thrown on the back burner (laughs) not because i was like i'm can't deal with that today it was literally i physically can't deal with that today so um i have been my mental health needs help and so like i've been trying to like get the time to like call and get connected with a therapist and get all that set up and yeah like maybe start working in a direction that like maybe is better for me um and so like i've been putting it off putting it off for like three weeks and like in light of this last week like i was like oh my gosh i need therapy i need to process like i need help and miriam's like yeah you do um (laughs) and then like even and then like last night we were talking about it and she's like i'm going to message you at noon tomorrow so that you will call on your lunch break and get that taken care of i was like awesome no, I, I kid you not. I started my lunch break and I literally had no cell cell phone service. Yeah. Like I got Miriam's text, no cell phone service. 
So I was like, I literally can't make a call right now. Great. Mm. And then... But you told her that you did, so that you're, you're clear. Yeah. No, I, did. I didn't tell her I called. Um, oh, why not? Because I'm going to call tomorrow. Oh. When I'm home and connected to Wi-Fi with cell phone service and with the phone number. Because that was the other thing. Is then I was like, oh, well... Then, because then my phone came back into service, and I was like, okay, good. Still don't have the number of who I need to call. <laughs> so then, yeah. and she sent me a link, and I, so when I have cell phone service, I have data. So I was like, I'll just look this up. After waiting for like five minutes for the page to load, I was like, I don't think this is going to work. Nice. So I was like, well, the best of intentions, but this is not happening during this lunch break. Yeah. Um, so... I'm going to do it tomorrow when I'm home because that is, that's how it's going to be. So, but yeah, it's, it's just been a week. Like it's been a week. It's been so <laughs> long, but, um, yeah, I, and like, I'm not going to lie. We're only at 37 minutes, but. Yeah. I'm like I'm out of stuff to talk about. Like literally my life has just been one giant train wreck. Like I have no nothing interesting to talk about. Yeah. I could pull it. I a started thing. a gang. Yeah? No, not really. Oh, that's okay. I mean, well, we technically fit the description. Um a gang is is I think defined as three or more individuals joined by one common ideology or theme mm-hmm. i think that's how i was told in my you know criminology classes and whatnot but so yeah i started a gang of sidewalk surfers um and so we're gonna meet every every sunday and go and cause mayhem on the streets of manhattan awesome yeah it, good for you yeah so it was it was a lot of fun i might it really it really pairs well with my Pokemon Go yeah. uh, effort that I've been putting in recently. Um, because it like tracks your steps and everything like you would be walking but you're on a longboard, so Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean longboard. It's you know, when I say sidewalk surfing it's like a is a term that I made up uh, when I when I created the group chat, I was like, Hey, you guys all have longboards. I have an idea. <laughs> what if we all rode on them at the same time? And of course, like the like last week, I was like, of course, um, it's the week that Ethan was off hunting and Spencer was out of town. And yeah. So it was just me, my sister, Shyla, and Ezra. Nice. But, like it was still a b- pretty big group, but yeah. And of course, Shiloh was mad at me because I was on my phone the whole time. But she, I was like, "It's Pokemon Go! Like I'm, it's like a thing I need to do." <laughs> it's like, yeah. so I was like, "If you get Pokemon Go, then it'll be easy." Then we're all doing this. Together. That's what I'm saying, you know. Um, yeah, but no, she's gonna be, you know, rebellious on that too, uh, which Sometimes is fine. It's good to care. be rebellious. Yeah, I don't care. She's gonna miss out on all the Pokemon more for me. Um, <laughs> But I didn't realize like that everyone I was like on the last 
trained to get on that because I've, I didn't realize that literally like Justin, Miriam, and Spencer all had Pokemon Go. Yeah. And then my sister had it and then I was like, jeez, yeah. what the heck? I mean, obviously I, you know, I put off being a bandwagoner for the long time. Yeah. I saw the train go by and I was like, that's going in the wrong direction. Anyway, continuing on. <laughs> There's no more track up there. <laughs> yeah i honestly thought it was a dead game and then i, I did too i got into it because like i remember yeah when it was like oh yeah the thing well and then like over the last couple of years like once in a while i'll hear someone like talk about it i was like oh that's still a thing okay yeah, you still do that weirdo um but yeah i remember being a cadet right and we would do like security events and stuff where i'd go on like a ride along or something like that and a call would come in about somebody trespassing and then we go to contact them and they're just playing Pokemon Go trying to get like this stupid Pokemon on somebody else's property. And it's like, are you, <laughs> you kidding me? Right. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't play it to like that. That extent. And they actually have this really like this notice at the beginning. Like when you first log on to the game, it says, it says something about make sure you're like aware of your surroundings and like be careful about like where you go and whatnot. But um, yeah, however many people actually listen to that is beyond me, but no. And so I, I thought it was a dead game. And then my, my coworker, so, well, my sister got me into it at Easter. And then later on, I was like, I was like playing it just to do like the daily catch. Like I'd catch a Pokemon, get the reward and then mm -hmm. log off, you know, whatever. Um, and so then pretty soon I'm like, now I'm like level 20 or something. And my sister's like, I got you hooked, didn't I? And I was like, no, I just play. It's just, it's just like, I just log on and I catch a couple Pokemon. It's not that hard. Like, yeah. you know, and she's like, yeah, I got you addicted. And I was like, no, you didn't. And then I found out my coworker, he also has Pokemon Go and he's been playing a long time. He's got like really cool Pokemon. And so then we start trading Pokemon, and obviously, blah, 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 blah. and so we did this raid the other day while we were sitting. <laughs> Just, there's no calls, and we did this raid, and the recommended party size was like 12 or 14 or something like that, and we just did it with two of us, and we did it in like 60 seconds. It was awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so I like just, it's a pretty interesting game, like mechanic-wise. I just find it really interesting. One of the things that I think they did, they did good is... I appreciate that they do more mobility. Like, you have... In order to, like, really be successful in the game, you have to get up and walk around and do stuff. Yeah. And so it, it, it promotes, like, more activity. Like, same thing with the Wii. Like, you know, they were like, we're gonna have... You guys have to actually do things, you know? Well, like, I remember when... And, I remember yeah. when it first came out. Like, the joke went around about... Because that was many years ago, and... Oh, like yeah. Someone, Back in the bygones of yeah. history. Like, the the joke about, like, you know, was it Michelle Obama had been, like, trying to get people to move for, like, eight years. And then Nintendo, <laughs> yeah. it took Nintendo 24 hours to get the entire world, world active. Like, yes. And I was like, that is sad. It's so accurate, though. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I'll, I'll give it to Nintendo, man. They, they, they do a very interesting... They do a good job of keeping their systems, like, unique and, like, different. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, like, kind of you know, refreshing in, in some regard of, like, wow, that was a stupid move. Anyway. Speaking of video games and systems and whatnot. Yeah. You, so I own the disc for Rainbow Six Extraction. 
uh-huh and you should test play it like you should play test it. play it i mean like you should take my disc and play it on your ps4 and then if you want it because last i checked it was on sale for 20 bucks um Ooh. and so if you enjoy it it's a steep drop off price wasn't it like originally 60 it was originally 60 and then went to 40 and currently i think with the ps4 sale or whatever it's like 20 i think wow um anyway it's it's more pve right yes okay um and it's playing it single player is like low-key just a bit terrifying like (laughs) like just because like because you know that, like, if it goes wrong, it's going to yeah. go so wrong. Dude. Like, there was... Because because basically you're hunting, like, these yeah. mutant monster things. And so, like, yeah. there's a couple... Like, uh, yeah. like you're, like... Not like, a fan, the whole yes. time I'm, like, paranoid. Like, I'm, like, okay, I'm walking around. Oh, my gosh. They saw me. Go, go. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then there was one... There's a couple times... There's one that, like... I was like, oh, I can totally do this. Shot, like, it went in the head. I was like, awesome. And then, like, five more were like, oh, we're also here. I was like, oh, no. Mm. And then I, like, died. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you do. Um, yeah, well, the... Uh, it low-key, like, does a good job of, like, capturing the kind of, like... Urgency? Thriller, horror, urgency Ooh. kind of, like... It's like a... It, there's two ways. You play the game really stealthily... Or you play the game really not stealthily. <laughs> and it's very... Like, you can start playing stealthily, and then as soon as it's not stealth... Like, as soon as you make a mistake, it is it's then full the on. other one. So like, it is a lot like Outbreak, then. Okay. Because Outbreak, it felt like that. Like, you'd be, like, walking around, and it's just, like, cinematic. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, a zombie thing would, like, look at you, and you'd be like, I just pooped myself. And then yeah. it's on. Yeah, because that's, that's one of the things, at least at the point, like, I've played through the tutorial. That's it. Um, but in the tutorial, like, all of them, it's their entire... How long have you had the game? Not that long. Oh. Their aggression is based on, um, like, yeah, their aggression is based on can they see you. Like, if they mm. can't see you, you're fine. But as soon as they see you, then they start charging. Um, uh. And, and... The other thing, and this is actually more terrifying or like more stressful, is that if they see you, they then sh- like they like take a Swarm. moment and then they scream oh. and they alert everyone else. So then you're like, no. oh crap, because I yeah. don't want to play this at all. Anyway, you should Gosh. try it though. It's it is an experience. So did they did they nerf did they nerf the like? I guess the. The extraction event that they did was not the yeah. game itself. So um, at, at least during the tutorial, most things are a one-shot kill. Okay. Okay. One, maybe two. Maybe two. With a shotgun. Three, so. Oh my god. Of course you use the shotgun. Yeah. So it's probably like a six-shot kill with a regular gun. Maybe. I don't know. I literally just played the tutorial. Yeah. I haven't had the game terribly long, but like, since I'm the only one that has it, like, I'm not playing it a lot. Like... Yeah. I told Miriam she needed to, like, because the thing is, it's not, I didn't buy it digitally. I have the disc. And so, like, you can, like, try it and be like, okay, this is worth getting. Or, no, this is not my thing. Yeah. Um, I told Miriam she needs to try it. And then then her and I can play together. Because it's also, like, way, like, one of the things that I do appreciate, it is is way different from Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. 
like way different. Yeah. Like the entire structure well, of the game, get away from you that. can level up. Like you level up your characters. Like there's mm. like all like the mechanics of the game. Like like they have the same. I think there's 18 operators that are like from the regular game, and then like but like they have like a narrative. They have story. Like as you're like playing missions and stuff, like mm. you're gaining more intel. Um, and like knowledge and stuff and like so it's really and then you can like get new location i think there's Mm. four locations that you can get unlock or something and so like i think it's a really cool way of designing it but like as someone who's like used to rainbow six siege it's like there is so much like Mm. because there's so much that you have to pay attention to and like I'm sure once I get a little bit more into it, like, it's not terribly straightforward, but, like, or it's not terribly hard to understand. It's just, it just looks like a lot. Um, But, like, you have to, every time that there's, like, a mechanic where you, like, get points and you have to, like, choose, it's, like, kind of like that ability tree and you, like, Mm. choose things, like... I get terrified because I'm like, I will 100% make the wrong cho- all the wrong choices and be the weakest build ever. Yeah. Like, um, and so there's like, like when you like complete missions and stuff, like you get um, like points to spend on like upgrading tech and stuff like that that you can use to like fight them in future. And like if you die in, like if you die in the game, like You're dead you forever. lose the character. Oh, like which is like interesting. Like, it's really interesting because like when you're playing the objective, like if you lose the character, the character is then left on the field, and so the next time that you're playing, you, you can te- you can them. try to retrieve them. Oh. But while they're while they're out, you can't use the character in other raids and stuff. Ah. So, um, which I think is an interesting mechanic because yeah. you have to like. Be really careful not to lose anybody that you really need or want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Well, and that allows you to diversify when you have to. Like, it's like, oh, crap, I just lost the character I always play. Now I have to play a different character and he's mm-hmm. not as strong. Yeah, that's actually really yeah. cool. No, it's, it's a cool mechanic because I feel like it's, it's one terrifying because you're like, if I fail this, I like... There's like actual consequences. Mm. But also it's kind of cool because like if you... Like, it's more motivation to do it right because, like, there are actual consequences, like, if you don't, if you don't fix it or don't do it right. And so, there's kind of, like, it, the, the mechanics of how the game is played, it really does add to, like, this Mm -hmm. kind of, like, urgency and, like, the critical nature of the game, which I think plays really well to the theme and the mood and the ambiance that they're trying to, trying to put together yeah um yeah well and 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 like right now there there are like so many games that i want to play now that are like coming out and whatnot um but like okay tell me about it (laughs) um well horizon uh i'm playing so many different games but like because i'm playing so many different games i'm actually not playing any of them right Horizon Forbidden West, I'm I've told myself and I'm going to stick to this is I am not gonna play that game until I get a PS5. Once that mm. happens, 
I'll get it be- then because I really, really want to like just appreciate the game to the fullest of its ability. Yeah. Because I've waited a long time for that game. I waited a long time to play Horizon like in the beginning. Anyway, and so I have no problem waiting. But yeah, <clears throat> the the other one. Well, that, and there's so many other games that you could be playing. Yeah, like, it's not like wow, what am I gonna do until like yeah. Um, and then the other one that I've had a lot of, I'll say, I'll say fun, but there are other things. So the Tiny Tina's Wonder Wonderlands, like the Borderlands spinoff mm-hmm. game, uh, kind of like got me into the point where I'm like. I kind of want to go back and play Borderlands games because I only ever played part of the first one or or the second one. I can't remember which one it was that I played. And only because I couldn't get past the art style. Yeah. But now I have an appreciation for the art style. And like yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of get it now. And you kind of have to understand. It's a game that doesn't take itself too seriously. Oh, yeah. And, that's, and so there's a beauty to that. It's super interesting because, in that regard. Because... Tiny Tina's, and this is the the free, like one shot one, not the game itself. There's a sixty dollar like full game. Yeah. That I'm like, really interested in buying now, but I don't want to spend you know that much money on it yet. But um, so I've been playing the free the free one that I got off and on. I just recently got back into it, and I'm at the final what I assume to be the final stage, which is this um, boss fight essentially. Um, now the game is fun and stunning and really like the, the nod, the nod to Dungeons and Dragons. Well, they call it, uh, bunkers and, uh, bad, uh, you know, uh, a, a word, uh, and, <laughs> and, um, and it's such, it's such a good nod to Dungeons and Dragons cause it's just got just and then, and it's not like a true you know dungeon dragon whatever but you get like little funny like dm narration from this teenage girl who's running the campaign who's running this yeah. one shot right and you hear the players voiceover and everything like that and you're playing the character that they're supposedly playing right and the the one part where i think it'd be way more fun is i'm pretty sure you can have a four player co-op on oh. this story and so you can have like a bunch of people like going yeah. about this as like it's a like it's a one shot and i'm pretty sure that it would be so much easier <laughs> if i had more than just one player. yeah <laughs> because i am at the final boss scene and i have died 10 times oh man <sighs> And it's I have to the, the point, game. I just and it's a multi. It. It's a multi. Leveled boss fight. Like I, I beat the first guy like easy. I was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. And then I beat that guy. And then this fire sorcerer popped up, and I was like, oh, so I have to beat this guy. Okay, so I beat that guy. Now I'm fighting this like dragon summoning sorcerer who like I'm shooting him and like try. And he spawns an adult dragon, and this adult dragon, Joshua, can one-shot me. Oh my god. And I'm done. And I was like, what kind of difficulty setting did I join? Yeah. And so I'm like, it has to be, it's scaled difficulty for like a multiplayer, uh, like, difficulty. Because like, there's no way I can 
uh, single play this because like the amount of like attention that's always constantly on me by the dragon and by the sorcerer, mm-hmm. I'm like, I just can't get away. I can't heal. Like there's no time for me to regenerate health. And so I'm like, just like, I, so I'm at the point where I'm just like, I really like this game, but you know, and so I can, I still appreciate it. It's a phenomenal game. And I was able to single play it the whole way up to this last yeah. point where I feel like it's just really difficult and I'm not going to be able to do it. Um, but so that's another game that I've been in, I'm really interested in getting just to see what the full game is. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I was like, Dungeons and Dragons theme? That's kind of cool. And like, yeah. yeah. Um, and like, obviously, I played Dungeons and Dragons games, like inspired games in the past, and they've been literal dog crap. Yeah. This game is so good. It's like the parts of D&D that make it funny and fun, but it's not like D&D. It's not like. I don't know what's that one Neverwinter or whatever that one yeah. game that I I was like super hyped for like it looked so cool and I played it and I was like oh this is like terrible it's like a knockoff Skyrim what the what is this <laughs> um but yeah and so and there's a couple other you know games out there that yeah I have a I whole, can't think of off the top of my head I have now, like a whole list of it. games and like like campaign games and then instead of playing any of those i play right oh like yeah i need to i need to like actually (sighs) assassin's creed is like one of those games too that i keep going back to and i'm on origins again right now and (sighs) i need to finish the third of the Ezio and just finish out the Ezio. revelations is good yeah i like that one i need to do that but maybe i guess maybe as i'm kind of like that's one of the things like I need to start working into my schedule more is like just playing video games for fun, yeah. just to relax. Yeah. Because like I remember like, like take a Sunday in previous and, yeah. in yeah in previous years like I've had like days where I can be like I like like on Christmas break from like college I was oh, yeah. like I was like I'm gonna like I think I played on Christmas break for college like in like you last, played the entire year, game or I two. played like. Most of the first of the Ezio, like, trilogy, and then all of the second one, mm-hmm. like, in on Christmas break. And I was like, I love this game. Yeah. And then, like, I went back to school, and I was like, I wish I could play more of this game. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, and especially the Ezio, in my opinion, the Ezio collection, they really went in hard on the story and, and i they, love that and they like Ugh. built so much lore i love story oriented games yeah and they built so much lore and everything which kind of leads to a little bit of disappointment when you know the third game picks up and the where the third game leaves off it kind of throws you for the loop of like where and what did you just do are you going you know yeah um but the games themselves have always been pretty solid in my opinion yeah Um, like and i've played i've actually played a good majority of them and i've actually gotten to the point where i can understand how the storylines and everything uh, kind of go Mm -hmm. coincide or like when i say storylines i mean like with each assassin like who goes where and whatnot and um and everything but like i didn't know that the guy and I, i'm gonna try not to spoil this for you there's a character in assassin's creed 3 
his name is Haytham. Like that's where I kind of got the the yeah. inspiration for Haytham. Um, he he uh, and he he has a kid, right? And you actually end up playing his son. Like you you end up playing mm. Haytham's son, right? I didn't know that Haytham is the son of the character that you play in Black Flag. Oh. Yeah. I didn't realize that until I played um uh what the what am I da, 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 oh wow. Syndicate. Until I played Black mm-hmm. and, until I played Assassin's Creed Syndicate. The second time did I realize it. <laughs> because like I actually paid attention during one of the missions where they actually and that's the thing. It's so subtle. Like mm-hmm. they don't like I mean, I'm sure they have like a whole bio. Actually, I did end up reading part of the bio for Haytham, but um, he, anyway, I was just like, oh, wow, this is like so in depth and everything. Oh, whoa. And then, and then when I played uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue, where you get to play um, Shay Cormac, mm-hmm. it, he, he is actually who inspires and he actually works with Haytham to bring about the events of Assassin's Creed 3. Hmm. And all these games are like they're, they're all they're individual games and they're subtly. they're just all interconnected and it's like and they're made at different times cuz understand Assassin's Creed 3 happened first and then they came out with Black Flag. Yeah. Which is actually a prequel mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, no. And I'm, then they came out, I think, and then they came out with Rogue. It's funny. Or maybe they went Rogue and then Assassin's, and then Black Flag. Maybe. Because Assassin's Creed is one of those games, like, I, I like, will be, like, ugh, really, like, because I've always loved them, but I'll be, like, just not playing it. And then as soon as I start playing it, I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'll, like, binge through it, and then I'll finish it, and I'll be, like, where's the next one? And, like, yeah, start yeah. on the next one. Yeah, and, like, and then, like, I'll get to a point where I'm, like, okay, I'm going to take a break. Yes. And then I take... A break, like yes. a long break, and then I'll be yes. like, I need to get back to that, and I get back to it, like play so much. I and then yes, like I, it kind of comes in waves. Hundred percent, I agree, especially with the new games. I have because sometimes have put it down, feels like it's a lot of grinding. Yes, and like sometimes it's like, but sometimes that's kind of fun. Like yeah, I have put down and picked up Assassin's Creed Origins, I think four times now. Yeah. And I'm still not done with it. It's like that big of a game. And mm-hmm. I know that Odyssey is even bigger. That's and I terrifying. also have that game, <laughs> which I have tried and then have stopped. And then I think, uh, yeah, I haven't gotten back into it after the first attempt. But mostly because I didn't understand the fighting mechanics. But now that I've played Origins, I kind of understand them. So it's like, okay, but, ugh, you know. Yeah. Because that was a big upset for me was when they changed it all the fighting mechanics and the game seemed harder than it needed to be in my opinion because for the longest time it just been about immersion and like story development and character growth and yeah and, and having watched me. miriam play odyssey mm-hmm. um like i'm like wow that seems real hard yes like, <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah but. i so many things so little time yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, I am very tired, so I think we should stop talking.